the great thing about being a Christian is that we have eternal life. So we are constantly living our lives now, looking forward to um, life and eternity with Jesus. So knowing that um, not only does this mean for us that we find fulfillment and abundant life on earth whenever we follow him, doesn't mean that there's not struggles or hardships, but that we have abundant life while we follow him on earth, but we also have eternal life that we're looking forward to as well. Welcome to the Flowing with Milk and Honey podcast. This is your host, Emma Hall. Let's get started. As I talked about last time, God has placed this podcast on my heart and also has placed the name Flowing with Milk and Honey on my heart as well. Someone close to me said that this title kind of sounds like it could be a cooking podcast, and I guess I can't disagree. (laughs) We laughed about it, but then I continued thinking later on that maybe I should take some time to explain the title of the show at the beginning of the first season so that it can make sense going forward. I want to take the time in this episode to talk about where we see the phrase in the Bible, what it means in its original context, and how we can apply this to our lives. There's one passage of scripture that I mainly want to focus on, and it's in Exodus. So I guess if you have your Bibles out, turn there now. (laughs) But um, I mainly want to focus on a passage in Exodus um, where God is talking to Moses, and he says the phrase flowing with milk and honey twice. But before that, I'm just going to point out a few other verses that we see either flowing with milk and honey, milk, honey, any variation of this phrase. So one that I read through 1 Peter recently, and one part of 1 Peter, 1 Peter 2, 2 through 3 says, Like newborn infants long for the pure spiritual milk, that by it you may grow up into salvation, if indeed you have tasted that the Lord is good. So here you can definitely see that milk is um, being used to show um, life. It's you know described as pure spiritual milk. And like newborn infants, it's describing someone who's new to the faith. Um, We long for life and we long to be filled. And in this passage of scripture, it's talking about pure spiritual milk. Like you give milk to a baby, we need the abundant life that God has to offer us. And it ends with saying, you have tasted that the Lord is good. So once you receive this life from God, um, you know that he is good and um, that our life is better with him. And we also have in Jeremiah 32, 22, says, You gave them this land, which you swore to their fathers to give them, a land flowing with milk and honey, which is actually um, towards the end of the story of what we're going to look at in Exodus, where God promises um, this land flowing, flowing with milk and honey to Moses and the Israelites. And then here you can see that it's come to fruition. Um, that he's given them this land flowing with milk and honey um, and kind of makes you think, like, is anything too hard for the Lord? No, it's not. Um, but with um, in Jeremiah, we can see that God has fulfilled his promise of this land flowing with milk and honey. But you might be thinking, what is exactly, you know, the land flowing with milk and honey? What on earth are they referring to there? So I'm, I'm going to read parts of Exodus 3. Or maybe just all of Exodus 3. Maybe not all of it. I'll read a lot of it, though. Um, flip the page here. Kind of sounds like ASMR, not going to lie. <laughs> okay. So just starting with Exodus 3, verse 1. 
Meanwhile, Moses was shepherding the flock of his father-in-law Jethro, the priest of Midian. He led the flock to the far side of the wilderness and came to Horeb, the mountain of God. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a flame of fire within a bush. As Moses looked, he saw that the bush was on fire, but was not consumed. So Moses thought, I must go over and look at this remarkable sight. Why isn't the bush burning up? When the Lord saw that he had gone over to look, God called out to him from the bush, Moses, Moses, here I am, he answered. Do not come closer, he said. Remove the sandals from your feet, for the place where you are standing is holy ground. Then he continued, I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. Moses hid his face because he was afraid to look at God. Then the Lord said, I have observed the misery of my people in Egypt, and have heard them crying out because of their oppressors. I know about their sufferings, and I have come down to rescue them from the power of the Egyptians, to bring them from the land from that land to a good and spacious land, a land flowing with milk and honey. The territory of the Canaanites, Hethites, Amorites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites. So because the Israelites' cry for help has come to me, and I have also seen the way the Egyptians are oppressing them, therefore go. I'm sending you to Pharaoh so that you may lead my people, the Israelites, out of Egypt. And stop. I'm going to stop there for a little bit. Um, So you may have heard me um, say the term land flowing with milk and honey. So here God has been silent to his people, the Israelites, for I believe it is 400 years, but don't quote me on that. Um, At this point, the last time they heard from him was, I don't know if you know of Joseph and, um, you know, his colorful coat of many colors, Um, but but he came to Egypt. Long story short, uh, all the Israelites started, they, Israelites came to Egypt um, through Joseph and his family, and then they, over hundreds of years, you know, there's a lot of them in Egypt now, and so the Egyptians are enslaving them, and they've been crying out to God without thinking that he hears them or um, without receiving an answer. But God says here that he is going to provide for his people, that he's going to um, rescue them from the power of the Egyptians, and lead them to this land flowing with milk and honey. So he's going to provide them life. Right now they're being oppressed. And right here, you know, flowing with milk and honey just means like a good land, like somewhere that can provide and somewhere that um, can sustain them. And so that's what we're looking for with God. Like whenever we, you know, are seeking God when we are going through life and we have struggles, he is going to lead us to abundant life. And Um, I think that's so cool from this passage, like to apply to our lives is that he is going to show us what abundant life looks like. He is going to sustain us and provide for us. And, and he keeps his promises. As I read from Jeremiah, he leads to the, to this land flowing, flowing with milk and honey. And so not only is he going to provide, but he um, fulfills his promises to us. And I just, I think that's so cool. Um, The other part of the passage that says that. Let's see. Yes, it says um, down here, verse 16, go and assemble the elders of Israel and say to them, the Lord, the God of your ancestors, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob has appeared to me and said, I have paid close attention to you and to what has been done to you in Egypt. And I have promised you that I will bring you up from misery of the misery of Egypt to the land of the Canaanites, Hittites, Amorites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites a land flowing with milk and honey. So this is his promise to us that he will bring us up out of misery into a land flowing with milk and honey. This isn't saying that whenever you, you know, decide to 
um, follow Jesus or that, you know, you give your life to Christ, you put your faith in him, that doesn't mean that you're not going to struggle. It doesn't mean you're not going to go through hardships. Just because guard, hard things happen doesn't mean that God isn't real. It doesn't mean that God doesn't care. It doesn't mean that he won't um, fulfill his promises to us. It means that now he's going to give us life and life abundantly while we're on earth. And the great thing about being a Christian is that we have eternal life. So we are constantly living our lives now, looking forward to um, life and eternity with Jesus. So knowing that um, not only does this mean for us that we find fulfillment and abundant life on earth whenever we follow him, doesn't mean that there's not struggles or hardships, but that we have abundant life while we follow him on earth, but we also have eternal life that we're looking forward to as well. So I just wanted to take this short time to talk about why on earth I picked this name for the podcast. If you're not a Christian or you haven't really been in the Bible that much, you probably really haven't heard this phrase a lot before. And so I thought that for one thing, it's just really beautiful imagery of an abundant life with God, but also um, where it's found in the Bible just really represents God being able to um, sustain his people and fulfill his promises. And I just think that that's a great name for the podcast and felt that he was really putting that on my heart um, to talk about and to explain to y'all. So let me know if you have any more questions. I believe where this is in Spotify or Apple, you can, I think there's a place to ask questions in there as well. And even if not, you can um, follow me on Instagram at um, Emma underscore Hall 1112. And you can ask me questions there. You can send me a DM. I'll try my best to answer. (laughs) But yeah, I really hope that you enjoyed this podcast and hope you come back next week. Bye.